Welcome to Arate Today, the place where personal development meets personal responsibility and you are encouraged to reach your highest human potential. Jen Pipe is a multi-passionate entrepreneur and lifelong learner on a mission to positively impact the world through the powerful combination of community and creativity. Her main goal is to be better each day than she was the day before, and she is sharing her knowledge so you can do the same. So don't wait for things to happen. Go out and make them happen. It's time for you to be the intentional creator of your life with your butt in the driver's seat and your foot on the gas. Now, buckle your seatbelts because we're about to go for one hell of a ride. Hey, everyone. I want to say thanks for tuning in today, and I hope that wherever you are in the world that things are going well for you. Um, also want to remind you, I've had a couple inquiries that on my website, it's jenpipe.com. There's two N's in Jen, so please keep that in mind when you're searching. It should come up in Google, but in case you forget, just type in that extra N um, and love to see you over there on the website and in the blog. So today's podcast is prompted by some things that I've been seeing both in person and online, and they're pretty close to my heart, and I feel like it's very topical and relevant and important, and so that's why I created this podcast today. And what I'm bringing to you today is something called an open letter to teenage girls everywhere. So if you're a parent and you're listening to this, listen through it, pass it on to your child if you feel it's appropriate. If you're a teenager, definitely take a listen, pass it on to your friends. Um, I really feel like this is relevant and it's going to be helpful for a lot of you. And you might want to keep this in your iTunes library and keep it close. So here we go. An open letter to teenage girls everywhere. So, dear girls, I really just want to start by saying that wherever you are and whoever you are and wherever you're tuning in from, you are amazing and you're going to make it through this, whatever this is right now, whether it's school or sports or a breakup or friend issues or body issues, um, whatever it might be, you are going to make it through this. And I just want you to know that the teenage years, they're often paradoxical and difficult, particularly those early middle school years. Um, I know you're frequently operating under the assumption that your parents and other authority figures or adults have absolutely no idea what they're talking about or what you are currently going through, but they do, and I do. And it's really been this way since the beginning of time, ever since girls were girls, So all of us older girls who already have experienced these things firsthand, we have tremendous street cred. You really just need to give us a chance to be on your side. Now, from my perspective, it seems like things get kind of shady when your body starts to get all floopy, for lack of a better word, and you start developing physically way before your mind is able to keep up with it all. So things get weird and difficult and really, really complicated. First of all, your hormones are raging, but there's not yet enough gray matter in your developing brains to make sense of it all. And like many of you at this awkward, intense, and confusing stage of life, I was also one of those girls who was given both the blessing and the curse of having a body that developed way before it should have. Now, for me, I feel like I was just ahead of my time, but you girls all now get the added benefit from added hormones in everything you eat. 
So, um, you know, I joke that my breasts began to enter the room long before I did, and, and my hips were revealing to the world that I was definitely a sturdy candidate for bearing children. And so I started to get all kinds of attention from boys, typically older boys, who already knew a thing or two about hips and breasts. Um, but yet I was still at that age where I had to be home before the streetlights came on and I was still wearing overalls and pigtails in my hair because it was age appropriate. And really the only thing I wanted to sleep with was my blankie. Um, but because the world at large thought that I was much older, I began to think that I had to act that way, even though I didn't have the maturity level or the knowledge to back it all up. So really, in essence, I just ended up being this fumbling, awkward, ill-timed attempt to fit into shoes and bras that I was not yet emotionally ready to fill. And I know many of you can relate. And if you can't relate right now, you'll definitely be able to relate before you reach adulthood. So looking back, I wish I had the smarts and the confidence and the wherewithal when I was younger just to be myself and let things come in due time. But I was in an incredible hurry for some reason. And I remember feeling this nagging sensation that I constantly had something to prove. Fast forward a few decades, and I know that your parents and your teachers and I are pretty well adjusted, right? We have kids of our own. We're, you know, in the corporate working world. We're providing. Um, but we've survived the angst of our own childhood, childhoods, and now we're trying to gently and lovingly help you navigate through yours. And despite our years and our differences in age and technology, we're still able to see the world through your eyes because once you've looked through that lens with that perspective, you never forget it. You never forget how painful being a teenager can be. And sometimes it's really difficult to guide you because the world at large is trying to pump you with all of these lies and you're still young, and you're still impressionable, and the critical thought centers of your brain have yet to develop, so you pretty much believe everything you see and hear, which is why middle school and high school gossip can be some of the worst things that ever happen to you. Um, but it makes our jobs as the people who love and care about you a lot tougher. All of this being said, I have a few things that I want to say to you today, and I really hope you're here with an open mind and an open heart. And more than anything, I want you to ask questions if you need to. Go back to the people that love you. Post a note in the podcast. Leave a comment on my blog. Um, but challenge the message if you don't think it's accurate. Because I really, with my kids and my students and the people that I work with, I really encourage critical thinking because I believe it to be vastly important and also grossly underrated. And so I guess thinking about this, my first piece of advice is question everything, particularly everything you're reading on the internet. Um, don't question it in an argumentative, spoiled brat, I'm tuning you out because you're an adult way, but question it from the, I'm hungry and I have an insatiable thirst for knowledge because it's big brains that are cool and valuable and sexy kind of way. That's how you learn about the world and that's how you solidify your values and how you base your thoughts on matters of fact and not opinion. And it's also how you become passionate about the things that matter to you. So number one, I'm going to give you five tips today. And um, maybe take notes or maybe just play this as many times as you need to. But my first tip is that you are enough. 
and you don't need most of the things that you think you need, okay? I want to start by telling you that most of the things that you see on TV and in magazines and hear in music lyrics, they're hurting you, okay? Looking back at how I talked about how I was in such a hurry when I was your age and how I felt I had something to prove, it was because I was made to feel that way. It wasn't any one specific event, but it was those millions and millions of different events that took place in my everyday life, just like you. You don't know it yet, and it's not your fault, but the messages that you're hearing from all of these sources are lies, and they're making you feel like you're not enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not hot enough. You're not cool enough. You're not perfect enough. The sick truth is that these messages are crafted by brilliant minds and multi-million dollar corporations with the intent of making you feel bad about yourself, so you'll spend your money on fixing things that aren't even broken to begin with. And because you're at the age that you are, you don't really know why you need to buy that padded bra at Victoria's Secret or why you need your eyelashes to be four inches long and your eyes need to be shrouded in all this smoky makeup or why your pants should be tight, like really tight, like the tighter the better or why your 13 and 14 year old underwear should be missing its entire ass or why you just can't be a regular police officer on Halloween and not a sexy police officer, or why you need these apps with quizzes or fashion or gossip or surveys, or why you just have to drink Gatorade and Diet Coke, even though it's straight up poison. But you just know from your perspective that everyone else seems to be doing it, so it must be right. And you feel like you probably won't feel entirely complete until you do too. That's a lie. It's an expensive lie. It's a damaging lie. And what it's doing is it's ruining your self-esteem and your confidence and your ability to see yourself for who you really are. Believe me. Believe me when I say that these companies and these advertising agencies are not your friends. They don't want you to have intrinsic and, ex intrinsic and internal beauty or intelligence or to love yourselves as you are because that kind of thinking doesn't help their bottom line. They want you to believe that you're broken or desperate or imperfect so they can roll around in heaps and heaps of your and your parents' money. I, I don't blame you for believing these lies. We, particularly as women, have been falling victim to them for as long as anyone can remember. But I want to tell you, you don't have to anymore. We don't have to anymore. We have choices and we have education and I'm hoping and I'm praying and I'm imploring you to make better choices and educate yourself. You live in a time where you're pummeled with more and more lies and mistruths and messages because you're so tied to your screens. But you know what? You also live in a time where women have a hell of a lot more choices and a lot more power than we've ever had. So make good choices. Make empowered choices. Make some unpopular and difficult choices. You will be so much better for it in the long run. The real truth underneath all of these lies is that we can all be better than we are right now, but not better looking, better acting, okay? In terms of looks, we're all perfect in whatever skin we're in, whether it's blemished or bumpy or stretchy or taut or muscly or red or bruised. But we do 
however, all, and I mean all, have the ability to be smarter and brighter and kinder and more loving and more helpful and more honest and have more integrity and be more meditative and be more contemplative in that skin than we were yesterday. You can't buy that in a bottle or at the mall. And if we're going to work on being better at anything, that's where the focus should lie. That's tip number one. Tip number two, I really want you to be very careful about the things that you're letting take up real estate in your brain. When I'm watching the things that you watch on TV and I'm listening to the lyrics in your songs on the radio and I'm reading the material in the magazines that are targeted to girls your age, I get furious. I get so angry and outraged. As a mother of two daughters, it makes me irate. But then I get really, really sad. Because you know what? You end up focusing and spending so much time and energy on things that don't really matter at all. And in our culture of 24-7 news and connectedness and social media sound bites, all of these targeted external messages that you're hearing over and over and over again, they're wanting you to believe that you have to be physically beautiful and self-centered and ooze sexuality and be at least slightly dumber than you were intended to be in order to be accepted. And they want you to believe that if you're not, that you're nobody. That is false. It's blasphemy. It is a total load of crap. And honestly, garbage in, garbage out. So if you're watching this stuff and reading this stuff and absorbing this stuff, you're going to start believing this stuff and you're going to start acting in a way that is in line with the values of this stuff. Okay? The real truth is that the world doesn't want you, an adolescent or young adult girl, to be sexy and stupid. The world wants you to be yourself. The world wants you and also needs you to be courageous and intelligent and altruistic and kind and strong and thoughtful. The world wants you to be a leader who lifts people up and shows people the way. The world wants you to come up with cures for the things that ail us and fight for the people that can't fight for themselves. The world wants you to be a trailblazer and a maverick and a rebel that uses her brain and her heart and her soul and not her body to change the world. And most of all, the world wants you to have integrity. But your TV shows and your music lyrics and your magazines and the stores that you shop in want you to believe otherwise. So it's got to be tremendously confusing for you and you must feel conflicted a lot There is so much pressure and so much dissatisfaction that comes from trying to be someone you're either not emotionally or physically ready to become or just simply never meant to be in the first place. And there's so much pressure as a girl, as a developing girl, as a young woman to live up to those Photoshop lies you see umpteen times every day of your lives And in this over-sexualized culture that treats you with just abject disrespect. It's got to be really, really hard to be at that phase in your life. It was hard for me, and I don't even feel like it was magnified as much as it is now. But please know that you can start to do things differently. You don't need to waste time figuring it out. You have the power already right where you are to say no. You can say no with your voice. 
You can say no, especially with your wallet, and you can say no with your time. That's number two. Number three, please focus on and enhance your gifts. There is no doubt in my mind. We all have at least one, no matter who we are, and often many gifts that we have to both use and give back to the world. But oftentimes we're squandering those gifts and we don't use them to their fullest potential because we've bought into the lie that it's uncool to do so. And sometimes we just get downright lazy. So I know a middle school girl who has a beautiful voice and she's been classically trained. And my dog decides to scratch with his collar on. Um, she's like a songbird, this girl, but she won't join the chorus because in her mind, the chorus is totally and completely uncool and she would rather be cool than happy. It's really as simple as that. But like many of her, she has all of these role models and these people that she looks up to who are female singers, right? Like the Beyonce's and the Pink's and the Miranda Lambert's. And she thinks they're uber cool. But does anyone see the irony in that? She is totally squandering those gifts and she's not alone. So, I mean, it took me decades to not only realize what my biggest gifts were, but to also pursue them. And what I did was I spent the first 17 years of my career doing things that I was good at and mostly enjoyed, but those things never really lit me up inside, like the way I feel when I'm writing or speaking or educating or creating something or working with kids or helping someone through a rough patch. And in a number of ways and for a number of reasons, I settled for less than. So I settled for less than I was capable of, and I settled for less than what I believed in. So I'm really asking all of you girls to please take my advice and just don't settle. You can save yourself so much time and energy and heartbreak. We, we all start out in this world. We're diverse and amazing and unique. Right? We're born into this world that way. And we have our unique spirits and our original ways of communicating. And we have these innate talents and this beautiful, sparkling curiosity. But then somewhere along the line, we start to want to be the same. We want to be the same as the people we see on TV. We want to be the same as our peers. We get really clicky and we want to wear the same clothes and talk the same and act the same and do the same things. But in doing that, we don't realize that we're giving up our power and we're losing part or all, if the case is that extreme, of ourselves in the process. So keep being yourself because you're the only person who can bring your unique combination of amazing to this planet. And trust me when I say the planet so desperately needs that. On to number four. I am on number, yes, number four. Okay. So beware of the people who try to keep you down. All right. You are going to come across so many people in this world who want you to be a shell of yourself so that they can feel better about themselves. It's just the way it is. They're going to tell you all sorts of things to try and get you to change. Because unfortunately for them, they've also bought into a bunch of lies and they think that it will benefit them, them somehow if you dumb yourself down or sell yourself out. But that's not really how it's meant to work. You, from the time you are born, please listen to this, you're meant to be the biggest and boldest and smartest and funniest and twinkliest and danciest star in the sky. You are meant to shine bright 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. 
And if people are threatened by your sheer awesomeness, then they just don't deserve a spot in your galaxy. It's as plain and simple as that. So steer clear of the dream stealers and the jealous ones. I know firsthand that they are just nothing but trouble. Number five, this is so important for this generation. And it's also so difficult. And I get that because I'm a victim of it too. But, um, I'm also an adult, and so I think I'm a little bit more conscious in what my actions do and the effect that they have on other people. But number five for today, please put down your screens and look up, okay? Put away the iPhone, put away the iPod, put away the texting, give your thumbs a break. I know, and I know again from experience, that the vast majority of your world revolves around this three to five inch screen and everything that's happening inside of it. I get it, but this is also a lie because you know what? Nothing, and I mean nothing, looks as good on a screen as it does in real life. So be present, okay? Look up and notice things and be wondrous and curious. Okay, a couple examples, all right? That sunset that you snapped on vacation, right, and then subsequently missed most of because you had to upload it everywhere and post it on Instagram and text it to all your friends, that sunset, that looks so much better in person, okay? The colors, the colors were vibrant and amazing. And what you missed when you were looking down is that birds flew by, right? And the clouds, the clouds, they took on this amazing color and these mysterious shapes. And you never even noticed the way the light at that time of day possesses this complete magic and it makes everything, everything bathing in it look as it was just like a perfect work of art. You missed that because you were looking at a screen. And in the screen, you didn't even capture the colors of the sky as they were. You need an app or a filter for that. Okay. Your boyfriend or girlfriend, the one that you love and think is a total hottie, He or she might be awesome as your screensaver, but guess what? Your significant other is absolutely, without a doubt, much more beautiful in real life. So put the phone down and look at their face. Make eye contact when you're having a conversation. Memorize those characteristics that you fell in love with and also those flaws that make them unique. When you're with them, be with them. Really, really be with them without interruption. That is the basis for a healthy relationship. The sooner you learn that, the better. Your friends, your friends are awesome on a screen and they're really funny in text, but guess what? They are so much better in person. You can't hear the beautiful sound of your friend's laugh in an LOL on your screen. You can't hear the pain in their voice when they're feeling sad and alone. And you can't, definitely can't see the twinkle in their eye when they're feeling really happy, no matter what filter or photo editing app you're using. You are letting a computer chip run interference on your relationships because you think it's the cool thing to do. Put the gadgets away and try your hand at some good old-fashioned communication face-to-face with no selfies. Trust me, it's going to take the guesswork out of a lot of this stuff, right? Because you can't feel emotion on a text message, but you can face-to-face and you can on the phone where you're actually using your voice and not your thumbs. 
Now, I am not being unreasonable. I'm not asking you to go back to 1985 and give up your technology cold turkey. But at least a couple times a week, could you just agree to be 100% in the moment? Could you just be there without feeling the need to update and tweet and Tumblr about everything? Trust me, it's going to take the pressure off of you, and you're going to feel lighter and happier and much more connected and have much more time for the things that you love than this illusion of connect- connectedness that your far- smartphone is giving you. In listening to all of this, those were my five tips. I want you to know that you're enough, okay? You are enough just the way you are. You are growing and you are changing, and that is so incredibly hard, even in the best of circumstances. Even the most well-adjusted adults have difficult time with change. But you matter, okay? Don't let yourself be made to feel small, either by the people around you or by the things that you're letting into your life. Have the power to focus on the things that matter, the things that really and truly matter, and not the superficial things that make no difference at all. (laughs) I just realized... That rhymed, and I sounded a little bit like Dr. Seuss, and I didn't mean to with my small and all and everything, but what I said is really true, so I hope you listen to it. Um, I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to post this in the expanded show notes on my blog today, and I'm going to put in some extra ideas and some bonus tips, because I have a good one, and some inspiration, um, because I know that some of you are very, very visual. Um, I have no doubt that you're going to want to share some of this, if not all of it, So now you're going to have it in both audio and written format. So you'll have it in the podcast and on the blog. You're probably going to want to go back and listen to this podcast again. There was a lot of information in it, and I know I talked a lot. Um, So make sure you download it because then you'll always have it in your library. If you're not on an Apple gadget, if you have an Android phone or whatever, you can use the IPP podcast app. It's seamless. It's awesome. Um, and then you're going to want to have the blog post handy too. So make sure you bookmark, bookmark it. All right. Parents, if this is you listening, share it with your children. If you feel like they need to hear it. Um, and I have no doubt that at some point over the next five or 10 years, they will. Um, and kids, if you're listening first, share it with your friends. You're probably going to help someone out of a tough time or a sticky situation. Um, basically what it all boils down to is no matter how awesome we are, we all need a little pick me up or some gentle reminders, And we all need some course correction from time to time. We all need to get back on course and back on our path. And we just need to remember that we're happiest when we're just being ourselves. All right? Just be yourself. And until next time, keep laughing and loving and learning. Peace. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Arete Today. As always, Jen has put together some engaging additional content in the show notes at jenpipe.com. That's where the conversation will continue. So click on the blog, stay connected, subscribe, and most importantly, share. Until next time, keep laughing, loving, and learning. And we hope to see you in one of Jen's upcoming classes or workshops.